Hi folks, Chris Voss here from the com. The Chris Voss Hey guys, so uh what's up? We got uh, results. We got Apple results, as a matter of fact. Apple reports record first quarter results. How about them apples? You thought the mobile uh run was over. You thought the uh uh we'd seen all that we could see. We we you know, we talked about how uh, phones have become kind of consumables now where they uh, just don't really seem to have much specialness to them anymore. It's like most people are like, it's a phone. Um, so, uh, but Apple looks like they had a first good quarter, which they probably need considering what's going on in China with the new uh, coronavirus. Uh, and we'll talk about that some more. So let's get into some of the deets. Some of the stuff they reported there. Apple reports quarter one revenue of $91.8 billion, uh, up 9% year over year. Uh, and uh, $79.1 billion came from products. Uh, $12.7 billion came from services. That service has got a long ways to go. When you really think about how Apple wants to be a service-based company, uh, you know, uh, $71 billion for products and $12.7 billion. They've got a long ways to go. But, you know, I mean, they're working on it. It may take time. Uh, they certainly, <laughs> they've certainly come with a lot of things to bill people on as well. Uh, net income of $22.2 billion. A billion. And, uh, yeah, they're expecting $63 billion to $67 billion in quarter two revenue expected. So uh, pretty interesting there what's going on. The... Um, uh, one thing they also addressed that was kind of interesting was the Wuhan uh, coronavirus China concerns. They offer wider than usual quarter two revenue estimates, saying it closed one retail store in China, according to CNET, and it slightly delayed production. So um, if the coronavirus gets out of hand, it may have some effect on different suppliers from China. Uh, Samsung, I imagine, would be in the mix as well, and other folks that uh, source their stuff there in China. So pretty interesting that way. Um, I will see how this whole thing plays out. I mean, for all we know, we could have a worldwide pandemic and we're all going to die of the Black Plague. So that could not be cool. Um, but I do tell you, if if the world goes to hell and I have to be in some bunker doing the podcast still, the Chris Foss show will carry on. The Chris Voss show will carry on for you. <sighs> I'll be there to I'll be there to make the cockroaches laugh, to enlighten the cockroaches. Hey, did you hear that one about the cockroach that crossed the radioactive field? The radioactive road? You know what the one cockroach said? <laughs> Two cockroaches walk into an abandoned radioactive bar. <laughs> one turns to the other and says, I don't know, I don't have a punchline for that. I'm just making the premises. Um, so I'm sorry to disappoint those of you are like, wait, he made up this premise on the spot. He's just improving the fucking thing. And now he can't finish the jokes that he should have written for the improv. Anyway, uh, what else do we have here? Apple reached 1.5 billion active devices up from 1.4 billion a year ago with 80% of recent iPhones and iPads running iOS, iPad OS 13. So that's pretty interesting. Um, there's a lot of active devices. Of course, you kind of have to keep updated on your Apple devices. And, of course, there's some that they uh, they walk away from. Uh, Sonos recently had an interesting thing about that. Um, and uh, Tim Cook, according to 9to5Mac, says three of the newest iPhones were the best-selling iPhones 
every week of the quarter, propelling iPhone sales to $56 billion in quarter one, up 8% year over year. Hey, that can't be all bad, especially if you own maybe Apple stock. Although, I did see some of my friends today, and I'm not giving you direction either way. I'm just giving you commentary and observation. Um, insert the stockbroker uh, attorney <laughs> byline here. Uh, full disclosure, sir. <laughs> According to this, I must read this letter from my attorney. That's a full disclosure of... Uh, anyway, um, but I saw a lot of my friends saying that they're un, that they're dumping a lot of stocks right now. We could end up in a recession with the uh, virus because I'm seeing a lot of my friends saying they're dumping their stocks because they're concerned about uh, if this becomes a worldwide pandemic, they're concerned about stuff being sourced in China and the effect it could have on them and businesses for that matter. So this should be pretty interesting. According to the information uh, sources, uh, Google is testing a new communication app for businesses, which drives further functions from Gmail, or it brings together, I should say. Did I say drives? Wow. Still learning to read, Chris, 52 years old. By the way, I just had my birthday last week. Thanks for everyone for all the birthday wishes. Uh, Gmail, drive, hangouts, meet, hangouts, chat, and more. Wait, hangouts is still a thing? I didn't know that was still around. I thought they shut that down. Anyway, it's going to bring together all those functions and, I guess, jam them into a new communications app. So good for them. Uh, I don't know why you'd want to do that. I suppose Slack is still the number one alternative for dev apps and IT teams, according to Mattermost. So there you go. According to the Washington Post, Facebook says it's off Facebook activity tool, which claims to let users clear data collected from other apps and sites from their accounts is now available. So uh, this is kind of interesting. The new off-Facebook activity tool reminds us we're living in a reality TV program where the cameras are always on. Uh, that explains everything, doesn't it? <laughs> that explains everything that's been going on for the last 10 plus years. Um, so I guess what it does is it lets you clear the data they collected from you. I wonder if I can go back and like do that with like really old apps because those are the ones that get jukey because... They kind of get orphaned, and then somebody comes on and hacks them, and suddenly they're in your account. You're like, hey, I didn't, I signed up for that in 2010. I didn't realize that was going to come around on there. Uh, according to CNBC, Facebook once again shares proposed bylaws for its oversight board, which some have called a content moderation Supreme Court that leaves Facebook, of course, firmly in control. <laughs> 46-page document, Facebook outlined the powers and limitations of the board, stating that the company is committed to throwing elections. <laughs> um, you know, I think I on you know I'm just doing speculation here. I'm just riffing a little bit for comedy's sake, but uh, I really wonder if Mark Zuckerberg just wants Trump to win. Just so that he can keep the engagement, the fighting, and because I mean, think about it this way. And I'm not being political here, but think about it this way: if if Trump doesn't win, and we get a, a, one of our old presidents that's just normal, doesn't tweet his insecurities and shit, every you know every five minutes, and they're like really quiet, and we don't have anything to yell and scream about because there's no material. You know, basically, it's just you know what we hear behind the scenes. And I'm hoping that whatever new president gets put into place um, is like more calm and normal and we're not having, you know, stupidity thrown out to the public like red meat on a basis. You know, like I'm a stable genius. Like we get that to stop. I just want I want a president who doesn't tell me he's a stable genius. 
He just works on being one because people who are stable geniuses don't have to tell you they're stable geniuses. Um, anyway, it's a Dunning-Kruger effect, if you will. Uh, so I'm hoping that will happen. But, you know, I, I wonder, you know, I mean, that would affect Twitter. That would affect Facebook. There wouldn't be all these people yelling and screaming about how, guess what stupid said today, some stupid shit. You know, it, the world's going to be kind of boring once we get a decent president that <laughs> doesn't tweet every time he realizes he has a small penis. <laughs> uh, so what else do we have? According to The Guardian, the UK government says it will let Huawei build non-core elements of Britain's 5G network, but will ban the company from operating at sensitive sites. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> so like, uh, yeah, UK, we'll let you, uh, you can go and farm and scrape all the uh, normal people stuff, but when it comes to our sensitive sites, yeah, that's where that's too good for you. But fuck all those other people in the UK. <laughs> wow, man. Thanks, Britain. <laughs> uh, you know, we're seeing this around the world. Huawei is trying to get into all the 5Gs of stuff around the world. Uh, just recently, my friend's talking about uh, Israel, I guess, Huawei's. Excuse me, Major. Major air yawn there. Dead air, Chris. Uh, so anyway, they're they're doing all that bit, um, trying to get into Israel. But uh, it's kind of interesting how the whole thing's playing out. We'll see how it goes. This is kind of interesting because usually when you hear about something like this, you know, you find out later there might be something to the story. No, I probably shouldn't be a jerk and say maybe there's a, another shoe that's going to drop off this, but... Anytime you hear this, you kind of go, hmm. Like, remember how the McDonald's guy recently had to step down? Somebody else is under investigation as a CEO, and it's a woman for having an internal affair in her company. And the McDonald's guy, I guess, did the same thing. Uh, according to Axios, Match Group, those are the guys who make the dating app. <laughs> That's ironic. CEO Mandy Ginsburg uh, has to step down, uh, or she's going to step down. She cites personal reasons, like I said. Anytime somebody starts personal reasons. Yeah, hey, you know that job you give me and I make like $20 million a year at it and I get all those great stock benefits? Yeah, I've got some personal reasons. Like, you don't want to get that $10 million anymore. <laughs> so anyway, there he's she's the long-term CEO of Match Group, owner of online dating services, Match Tinder, all those things that you use to get one-night stands with. So, or not. <laughs> Or blue balls with there you go. Uh, so I don't know. It'll be interesting. Watch the trades. See if uh, there's another shoe that drops. Maybe we find out that Mandy, uh, I don't know, took too many staplers out of the out of the office. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sure Mandy's wonderful. Mandy Ginsburg. I'm sure you're wonderful. Don't sue me, please. Magic Group CEO steps down for citing personal reasons. Maybe she just doesn't like him anymore. That could be too. You know, you could be like, hey, I have a I don't like the board anymore, so I'm out. And those are my personal reasons. I don't want shit on the company. That could be it, too. Who knows? Uh, good for her, though. I wish her well. Uh, according to CNET, uh, you've probably seen this app. This app was really big on Apple for a long time, from the early, early, like, 2010s. Phil Mike uh, it has got a new app out called the Double Take iPhone app. It lets users shoot video from two cameras at once, and it can simultaneously record two 1080p videos at 24, 25, and 30 frames per second. That's pretty cool. They definitely had a really good app. I'm kind of bummed this isn't on Android. What the fuck? Filmic? 
Anyway, whatever, man. Uh, so I, I like this multi-shooting thing. Or maybe I could use it when I go do events and stuff like that. So there you go. Uh, another exit from the big Facebook. According to CNBC, Facebook Vice President of Engineering, Jay Perk. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. My apologies. Who is instrumental in building Facebook's data center infrastructure is leaving the company after more than a decade. I wonder if he's going to go on and um, start some new startups or something like that. That's what a lot of guys do when they leave Facebook. They go start startups and be like, I'm going to get some more money. Uh, let's see. According to Krebs on security, the online fraud bazaar lists 30 million U.S. customers' payment card details for sale, which experts say come from a breach of convenience store chain Wawa disclosed in December. I didn't even know that was a thing. There's a company called, there's a convenience store called Wawa? Where the hell is that at? I don't know. I don't care. Um, so anyway, yeah, your data is up for sale. It's not even Facebook. It's just at least they're honest about it. They just come right out and say, "Hey, you want to buy some fucking data?" <laughs> um, uh, according to CNET, Lime is going to pilot its sidewalk detection tech in San Jose. It claims it's AI-based tech will warn riders they are on a sidewalk fifty percent more of the time. <laughs> Lime, uh, they make those uh, little scooters, those little automated scooters that you rent and shit. So uh, I guess the A is going to warn riders, hey, man, you're on the sidewalk. You're going to get in trouble. You're going to get a ticket. Knock it off. Bad, bad rider, bad rider. We'll still charge your credit card. So what else do we have? Uh, this was kind of interesting because I'm a big fan of Product Hunt. I saw this. Uh, my friend uh, Robert Scoble was talking on Twitter about um, joining up for this. And it's kind of funny. He was asking... Uh, young gentleman who runs Product Hunt, he's asking him, hey, man, I've been invited to that. How can I get in? And I just went there and signed up. <laughs> and I wrote him, I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Hey, Robert, I love you, man. Just sign up, buddy. Uh, I got to go see if he signed up. Uh, social network for discussing various products, including apps, books, and cookware. You can go in there, and when you sign up, you put in kind of like things you use every day, favorite products. And I guess it's kind of a collaboration tool where people can be like, hey, what's your favorite product? Hey, what's my favorite product? And you can either collaborate or, you know, find what people like. Uh, certainly on um, social media, I'm always asking people all the time, what do you like? 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 You know, what's the best headphones? Uh, Master and Dynamic, of course, uh, and consumers. Um, anyway. Uh, according to Apple, they have released their iOS 13.3.1. Isn't that from, isn't that one of the signs of the horseman of the apocalypse? Didn't the beast rise with that on his forehead or something? Anyway, <laughs> just kidding. Do you realize that's 1331? If you take out the dots, that's basically 13 backwards. Oh my gosh, that, that could be something. That could be the, that, that, I'm, that's a sign of the apocalypse right there. We're all going to help people. Enjoy the ride. Uh, according to Mac rumors, uh, one thing you can do with the uh, new iOS software is you can use an option to turn off the UI chip in the latest iPhones following location tracking, privacy concerns, and all that good stuff. Oh my God, that's pretty freaking awesome. Anyway, uh, there you are and how you do it and all that good stuff. So um, that's kind of the rundown of some of the stories that I thought of that were kind of interesting today in the news. Be sure to watch for more uh, coverage that we'll be doing of uh, tech news. And, of course, uh, subscribe to our eight other podcasts. Go to thecvpn.com, chrisvosspodcastnetwork.com. Tell them Chris Voss sent you. Tell them uh, I sent you. <laughs> People walk up to me. Hey, Chris Voss told me to talk to you. 
Oh, thanks, man. Tell that Chris Voss guy. He's cool. All right, man. <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. We certainly appreciate being here. And we'll see you, holy crap, next time.